this is Steve Hofstetter, and you're listening to Got Faded Japan, which you should already know because you're fucking listening to it. <laughs> Got Faded Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Godfit of Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Godfit of Japan is about four dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. Recently, it was two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news, but um, now there's four faders in our family. There's moi, Tom, Ray, and Paul. And Ray and Paul are in a news segment called Faded Films. And Faded Films is going to be a segment of the show. Actually, you know what? It's not a segment of the show. It's its own show within Got Faded Japan. So it's going to be an episode where Ray and Paul talk about movies and they review movies and they watch movies with you. And the one thing that every single movie has to have in it is something about Japan. Now, it could be a Japanese movie. It could be uh, an underground movie. It could be it could be any kind of a movie coming out of Japan, or a movie that has something to do with Japan, or it has something to do with Japanese culture, yeah, or or it could be it could be a, like a movie from like maybe I don't know Antarctica, where two scientists go to a sushi restaurant down there. That qualifies for Faded Films. It has to have something to do with Japan. And that's what Faded Films is going to be about. And it is going to be epic. It's going to be so damn awesome. I'm, I was talking to Ray and he was told me about the first film that they reviewed. And holy smokes, it is hardcore. These guys are starting off strong. And I can't wait to hear the first episode. It's going to be great. So... Got Faded Japan is about four dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. But in episode number 499.5 and a half, part two, you're here with me, Johnny. Only one guy here in this studio. I'm all by myself. Just podcasting. All by myself again. Yep, that's right. Tom is not here today. I am here all by myself with you, Faders. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to my voice and get faded with me. Oh, hey, come by, Faders. Cheers. Anyway, this is episode number 499.5 and a half, part two. And next week is going to be episode number 500. Yes, that's right. Finally, next week is going to be episode number 500. And we, we we're saving it. For next week because next week on February 2nd is the death date of our hero, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious, as you do know, is the bass player of the Sex Pistols and he died on February 2nd, 1979 of an overdose. So in honor 
of Sid Vicious. We are going to do episode number 500 in his name. And Faders, we're doing it for you. We're doing all of this for you, and we want to say thank you very much for fading with us for 500 episodes. Oh my God, it's been one hell of a ride. And speaking of one hell of a ride, episode number 500 is going to be epic. It is going to be absolutely insane. I've been working on episode number 500 for ages now. Oh my God, I lost hair, I lost sleep, I lost part of my liver, I lost it all for this episode. Holy smokes. Oh man. I was in negotiations with a company for fucking ever just to try to get tickets down at a reasonable price. Do you know how hard it is to negotiate for anything in Japan? In Japan, people usually don't negotiate for shit. Unless you live in Osaka. In Osaka, they, they kind of have the negotiation, the haggling culture. But in Tokyo, not at all. So for me, man, I had to pull out the big guns. Oh, man. But um, I did it. And I was able to get tickets for a very affordable price. And um, I'm not going to tell you anything else. I'm not going to tell you anything else about episode number 500 because I want it to be a surprise. I want it to be a surprise. I want it to be fucking awesome for you guys. So I'm not saying nothing else. In fact, I was thinking about reading the news to you guys. I was like, you know what? I'll do the news today by myself. It'd be kind of fun. I haven't done that in a long time. But then I was like, whoa, 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 Johnny. Don't read the news now. Save it for 500. There's so many crazy stories, I mean, that are happening this week. And I'm sure next week, I mean, because it's so freaking cold in Japan right now, people are going berserker. I'm sure next week we're going to have even more better news. So the thing is, I'm not reading any news right now. I'm going to save it for episode number 500. Oh boy, that's going to be so good. Can't wait, can't wait. But uh, mum's the word. Loose lips sink ships, so I ain't say nothing else, mateys, about next week's episode number 500. But don't fret, Johnny's going to stick around, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about something that happens in Japan. Now, if you're living in Japan, you probably know this. And if you're not living in Japan, you should know this. In Japan, sometimes you get offered a weird job or an odd job, right? Now, an odd job could be anything from, you know, a friend of a friend calling you up, asking you to babysit their kids and only speak to their kids in English. Or maybe maybe even something like walking a dog and talking to the dog in English, like sit, roll over, do something like this. Or it's just something weird that just shows up, whatever. Weird jobs show up in Japan if you're visiting or living in Japan. You know, a lot of people, I mean, they get stopped on the street to become like a model or something. There's scouts everywhere, especially Shibuya, Harajuku or whatever. That happens sometimes. Um, people will just stop you on the street and ask you to teach them English or something, right? That happens sometimes. I mean, all sorts of weird things just happen and they just pop up. Or, I mean, there's weird jobs that you can pursue. Like, I mean, we had a co-host on the show that loved to do those um, trials, those, what's it called, those medical trials. So he would donate his body every couple of months to science, right? So he'd go to the south part of Tokyo, no, not Tokyo, south part of Japan, and he would do these, what are they called, clinical trials. He would do a clinical trial 
And uh, basically for about a week or two, he would be in this little hospital and they would just pump him up with all sorts of chemicals and stuff just to see if he would survive or not go blind or whatever. And um, yeah, he was explaining it and God, it, it was really weird. They got to exercise, they got to drink weird things, they get needles stuck in them and stuff, and then they're constantly monitored. But a weird thing is about those things, even though they're constantly monitored, sometimes a lot of weird sex happens there <laughs> between like the patients. Well, would they be... Con- they're not patients. They are, what would they be called? Trialees? People? Medical? Walking? Cadivers? Walking? Di- I don't know. I have no idea. But a lot of weird shit happens there behind the scenes, I guess. But they get paid bank. They get paid so much. Oh, my God. So, I mean, my point being, there's a lot of weird jobs that you can pursue or a weird job that will just find you. It just happens all the time in Japan. Are you in Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at 
www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. About two months ago, I was having coffee with my friend Taka. And Taka, he's the he's an executive of a sound company. And this sound company, they basically produce sound like speakers and microphones and sound equipment to events, festivals, large and small. For example, let's just say a K-pop band comes to Japan and wants to perform in, um, I don't know, a park or something, right? His, his company will go there and supply the lasers, the smoke machines, the, the speaker, everything. They'll, they'll supply everything, right? They'll do it also for any kind of an outdoor event, festivals, whatever, you know. It's kind of big time. So two months ago, me and Taka were hanging out and we're having coffee. And uh, we're having a conversation about something. And Taka stopped the conversation. And he goes, Johnny, I forgot to ask you, do you know anything about speaking in front of big groups of people and um, can you talk on a microphone or can you do something like that? Is that something you're interested in or do you have any experience doing anything like that? And then I realized I've never told him about Got Fitted Japan. I've been doing this show for nine years. I've known Taka for five years and Got Fitted Japan just never came up. So he had no idea that yes, I can speak on a microphone Probably not well, but I can speak on a microphone in front of thousands of people. No problem. So I told him, I said, yeah, sure. Yeah, I got a little experience. I've done it once or twice. And he said, great. Then he told me about this opportunity, this odd job. He told me that basically his company is going to do the sound for the 2019 Miss International. Now, Miss International is a beauty contest that... um, I guess there's, what, 86 different girls from 86 different countries, and they come to Japan, and uh, a lot of famous people and celebrities in Japan, I think there's five of them, they, they're judges, and they judge which one is the most talented and beautiful, and it's like a really, really, really big deal that, I've, that I, I was completely oblivious to. I had no idea that this thing existed in Japan. And um, anyway, yeah, so his company is doing the sound, and he told me that the MC that he had uh, flaked. For one reason or another, couldn't do the show this year. And he was terrified. He's like, holy fuck, I need to find somebody that I can trust to do the show. So I'm pretty sure he probably asked maybe 80 or 90 people, 
or maybe 80 or 90,000 people <laughs> until my name came up, until he's like, oh my God, I got to take Johnny out for coffee and ask him. <laughs> and so he asked me if I could do the MC for this this beauty contest. And I, and I told him, I was like, dude, of course I can do it as long as it pays. <laughs> and it did pay. But I'm going to tell you one thing, man, being an MC does not pay shit. Oh my God, for how much time you're there and for all the things you got to do. Oh my God, it does not pay shit. Oh God, I guess my negotiation skills are not as good as I thought. <laughs> I can't haggle shit. But um, anyway, so I said yes and it was on a Tuesday. It was the following Tuesday. And he told me he told me that I had to show up at eight o'clock in the morning, wear a suit and just be fresh, which means not hungover. And I said, no problem, Taka, absolutely no problem, I can do this. So I show up and it was at the um, Tokyo Dome, no, Tokyo Dome Auditorium, Tokyo Dome Auditorium, right? So I show up there and stuff and it was one hell of a production. As soon as I walked into this place, there was like, I think like 80 people running around with headsets on, walkie-talkies, flashlights, people were setting up the stage, lights were being put up, cameras were being tested. They had all these cameras on these robotic arms and shit that were zipping all over the place. I was like, holy smokes. So I felt my friend talk and I sat down in the sound area, right? And um, he gave me the script and he's like, all you got to do is just read this whenever you get the cue. And so whenever there's a cue, I had to read something, right? And I was like, okay, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the 2019 Miss International Beauty Contest. And he stops me. He goes, listen, that was terrible. You got to do it more like a radio show. And I'm thinking, holy fuck, I got to get faded and do it like Got Faded Japan? Oh, man, game on. But no, he's like, he's like, no, do it more like kind of like radio that you hear like in the morning or something. And I was thinking, fuck that shit. I'm not going to do it like morning radio. I'm going to do it Vegas style. So I was like, okay, let me try it. Turn on the microphone. And this is actually like the first dry run, right? You had, we did uh, three dry runs with all the girls and it was crazy. And anyway, I did the first dry run and I got on there and I turned on the mic and I said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the 2019 Miss International Beauty Contest. And the shit fucking cooked everybody there stopped what they're doing and they fucking looked at me and they're just like holy shit how much are we paying this guy <laughs> not enough not enough anyway so i did it vegas style and it was fucking great man fucking so much fun uh, i'm sitting there i'm drinking like 10 20 coffees and stuff because i'm tired and we had free coffee so i'm just like uh, excuse me, uh, what are you, intern, whatever, give me a coffee, give me a coffee, give me a coffee. So I'm sitting there, I'm drinking coffee, and we did three, I think it was like three, three dry runs, right? And then on the third dry run, right before we're supposed to go live, and this place is, this place is packed with people. There's like tons of people in there, right? And there's camera crews from many different countries, of course, Japan, and it's, it, it's a really big deal, right? I'm just like, holy shit. And then I realized, I gotta take a piss, before this thing is live because there's no way I'm going to be here because it's like a three-hour award show or whatever, a contest. 
and there's no way I wanted to be there after like an hour and have to piss like a fucking racehorse. And I had to say something like every like what two minutes or something. I had to say something. I didn't like I didn't name the names of like the women and stuff. Not not their names, but their their country. Like Miss China, Miss Japan, Miss. USA, <laughs> dude, I took Vegas and I put that shit over the top, hell yeah, but anyway, I realized I should take a little tinkle tinkle before I did the live set, so anyway, I, I told, well, well, I told Taco, I was like, hey man, because I was in the sound room, he was there, I was like, yo, I gotta use the bathroom, where is it, he said it's behind the stage, I'm like, great, so I go behind the stage, and I go in there and it's full of all these people. It's full of like the, the women and stuff. And the women were sexy. Miss China, dude, think what you will. But Miss China was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. I think Miss China should have won. If, if I was a gambling man and I kind of am a little bit, I would have put all my money on Miss China. I would have bet the house. I saw her back there. Dude, she was gorgeous. Oh my God. <laughs> Spoilers, she lost. But anyway, I thought she was gorgeous. And I go in the back and I see all these these uh, contestants. And then, and then I saw some of the celebrities. And these celebrities were like super famous people. There's like Inca singers. There's uh, actors. There's like a CEO of a fashion company or something. I didn't know who anybody was. I mean, I, I knew some of their faces or whatever. But I was just like, holy shit, the big time. Anyway... Walking in this hallway with all these people and stuff. And there's tons of bodyguards there too. Tons of bodyguards. Tons of security. I mean, these guys, everybody's ears were fucking, was it the cauliflower ear? All these bodyguards' ears, they, they were like Dumbo. It was, it was ridiculous. I was just like, oh shit, don't fuck around. Just go straight to the bathroom, turn around, and then get back to your post. So I find the bathroom. The bathroom's a normal bathroom. It says men. And there's a picture of a blue guy right there. Normal bathroom. It looks just like a normal bathroom. There's there's no difference from this bathroom and, and any other bathroom I've ever seen anywhere in the world. This bathroom was a guy's bathroom. So I open the door and I walk in. And I walk in and there's two stalls and then there's a shitter, right? So I walk up to the one stall and I start doing my business. I'm tinkling. I'm tinkling. And then I was drinking so much coffee where I was tinkling for a long time. Then all of a sudden the door opens. And there's a guy there, and this guy is one of the judges, and he's very famous, and he's wearing a kimono, and he goes, Ugh! and I'm there with my wiener in my hand, and I look over at him, and he's looking over at me, and then he shuts the door slowly, and he slowly walks past me, slowly, step, 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 and then he stands to the left of me, and he pulls up his kimono thing. He lifts from the bottom all the way to the top and he starts maneuvering. I wasn't watching. I was looking forward as you do. And anyway, he's doing his business. And then instead of looking forward, he slowly moves his head to face me. So he's pissing. I'm pissing. We're pissing together. But he, he's staring at me. He's staring at the side of my face. I'm looking forward, but I can feel his eyes look at me. And I, I don't know what to think. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Guys don't usually do this when they pee. I've never been in a situation where a stranger slowly walked past me, stood next to me, and started staring at me. He was staring at me. And I could feel it. It was like a really uncomfortable thing because he's 
standing there with his wiener in his hand. I'm standing there peeing with my wiener in my hand. We're peeing together and he's staring at me, right? And then I look over, I slowly look over and our eyes lock. And I'm thinking in my head, well, I'm not gay. I've never been gay. I'll never be gay. It's just not my thing. But maybe this is how people become gay. <laughs> you know, we're looking at each other in the eyes and he's just staring at me. And there's like at least like a good like three seconds where nobody's moving. Nothing's moving. The only thing that's moving is our bladders. That's it, right? And so I'm peeing, he's peeing, and then no smile, no nothing. His face is expressionless. He's not smiling and he just nods. He slowly moves his head down and up and then he looks forward. And then I nod and I look forward and we're both looking forward again. And then I finish peeing and then I zip up. I I just put a little water on my hands. I don't even use soap this time. And then I slowly walk out of that place. And I was like, that is the weirdest fucking thing that's ever happened to me. You, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. <laughs> I was so confused. And, and he was staring at me and then he nodded and I nodded, you know, we nodded together. I don't know what that, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something in the, in the Anka singing world that I don't know about. I have no idea. So I was just like, well, that is so fucking weird. That That is so weird, you know, and I, I don't know. So anyway, I walk back to my post. I sit down and Taka starts talking to me and we're start, we, you know, we shoot this shit a little bit, right? And then I say, Taka, you know, I was right behind the stage and there's like a bathroom that's right by, you know, like the, the VIP area. He goes, oh, 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 that's the VIP bathroom. Don't use that one. That's only for the VIP. And I'm like, oh, 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 I got it. Basically, I accidentally went to the VIP bathroom and took a piss in there. And this guy that walked in there, he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing back here pissing in my urinal? Anyway, so yeah, that's that's the, the weirdest thing that happened to me. Oh my gosh. that's What, what would you do in that situation? You know, you're, I mean, fucking think about it. All right. Maybe you're at a, a baseball game or maybe, maybe you're at a bowling alley or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're somewhere. You're at an arcade. Who knows, right? You're pissing. Somebody goes up next to you and they start staring at you and they nod. Dude, that would creep you out, man. I swear to God, that would really creep you out, especially if you know they're famous. Like, what would you do if it was Mel Gibson? If you're there peeing and Mel Gibson starts staring at you and he nods, dude, you might be in a world of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he might fuck you. I don't know. Bad things might happen, dude. I don't know. So anyway, thank God. Thank God. It was it was just a big misunderstanding, I guess. So anyway, long story, very long story, made a little bit shorter. Yes, I, I did the odd job. I did the gig and um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I got paid in cash too. And uh, yeah. Oh, but one thing was, this is, this is the, how big of a moron I am. I am such a fool. At the end of the show... And I was there from 8 o'clock in the morning until like 9 o'clock at night. I was exhausted. I was so exhausted. I I was I was just sitting there and I was just like, oh, fuck, it's over. You know, fucking they, they announced the winner and there's a band that was singing and everybody was like leaving and stuff. And then Taka's like, hey, man, are you going to go to the after party? And I was like, oh, God, no, fuck that. I'm going to go home, drink some beers and go straight to bed. I'm fucking pooped, man. I'm going straight to bed. And fucking anyway, I left. And I got a beer and I got on the train and I was going back home and stuff. And then I was like, wait a second. I was just invited to a VIP party, an after party. And who's going to be there? Probably like, you know, all, all these most, the most beautiful women in the whole planet were going to be there. Miss China might have been there. Fuck. 
that? Oh, my God. I'm sitting there drinking my fucking beer on the train. And my crowded train and shit is like rush hour. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Have I ever dropped the ball worse than this? Probably not. Probably not. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a George Constanta fuck up. Oh, my God. That is like the biggest fuck up ever. I could have been at that very moment. I could have been at some hotel somewhere fucking partying with a bunch of like very extremely beautiful girls that are kind of bummed out. They just need somebody to talk to or something like that. Oh, man. I could have been that guy that just fucking hung out. Dude, dude, Instagram. Oh, God. I could have been the king of Instagram for a day. Oh, man. Jeez. But I did the right thing. I went home. I drank beer with my wife. And I, I, I think we watched, I don't know, I think we watched Mr. Robot or something. I don't know, but God damn it. <laughs> what a weird fucking night, man. What a weird fucking night. At least they paid in cash. So that was, that was my odd job. So the moral of the story, when you're in Japan or if you come to Japan and you get offered an odd job, just say yes. Who knows where it could lead you? Who knows what could happen? Maybe more opportunities are going to happen for maybe I'm going to become this famous voice actor. Oh, I'm Jerry Seinfeld or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe I'm a guy from New York or something. I don't know. I could be a famous like uh, voice actor or something or maybe fucking yeah, that's it. <laughs> They're like, well, we've had enough Vegas for one night. Thank you. But um, anyway, anything can happen. So if you get an odd job, if you get offered an odd job, just say yes. And if you do get an odd job, never, ever, ever use the VIP bathroom. And if you do, nod. <laughs> and then get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and also, make sure you go to the VIP party. It doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter how exhausted you are. Just go to the VIP party. What could go wrong? <laughs> Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 499.5 and a half part two. I am your host, Johnny, and it's been a great time hanging out with you. I hope you're enjoying this evening as much as I am, and I do look forward to seeing you guys next week on February 2nd, episode number 500. Thank you very much. Make sure you go to the, uh, let's see, go to the Facebook page, go to Instagram, go to our Twitter just sign up, get on there, and also on iTunes, give us a five-star review. Write something nice. Write something groovy about us. We appreciate it. If you got a podcast, let us know. We'll do the same thing for you. And if you really want to support the show, if you really want to be a true feeder, sign up for the Patreon. It only costs $5 a month. It's about the same as buying us a beer at the bar. We do the same for you. In fact, we have, and we will, and we'll do it again and again and again and again, and um, if if Tom's faded, he's going to buy you more shots than you need. Trust me, it's happened before and it will happen again. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you next week for episode number 500. Fade on. Peace. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. Before we eject, we got to name the song of the week. The song of the week is Rise Up by Japan's own hardcore slash punk rock band, Cream Panda. Cream Panda is a punk rock band that's been around for years and years and years. They're from Koenji and they are fucking awesome. I've seen them in concert quite a few times. These guys are fucking gnarled, dude. Fucking King Gnarl. So sit back, relax, don't go anywhere and enjoy Rise Up by Cream Panda. Fade on.
brother a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.